want to talk to you about joy for the journey. Joy for the journey. You know, one of the things that I've discovered uh, throughout life is that there's a lot of joy kills. And a lot of people suffering like we've never seen suffered right now. Uh, matter of fact, I heard a statistic uh, the other day that really bothered me, and that's this, is that one out of two people, one out of two people are suffering or struggling from some type of mental illness. And uh, we know that people are, uh, you know, uh, there's lots of things going on in people's lives. And we see people struggling like we've never seen people struggle before. And we need joy. And one of the reasons why Jesus came to this earth is so that we could understand and know what joy looks like. And so that we could have joy for the journey. Because joy is found in him. And uh, matter of fact, when the angels appeared to announce the arrival of Jesus, in verse 10, it says this in Luke's gospel, Luke chapter 2, it says, the angel of the Lord said to them, do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings or good news of great joy, which will be to all people. I love that last little statement. It's not just for a select few, but it's for all people. He wants us to experience not only the Savior, not only experience uh, salvation, but he wants us to experience everything that he's provided for us. And the great thing about uh, joy is that it's made available to every individual on the face of this earth. But let's be honest, most people are not experiencing it on a regular basis, and so that's what we're going to talk about. a matter of fact, many people, uh, they don't experience that joy on a regular basis because of three major things. Number one is because of problems. Number two, because of pain. Number three, because of people. And I know they're your problem and they're your pain. And you're married to them, possibly. But I'm here to tell you, in the, middle of, in the middle of your problems, in the middle of your pain, in the middle of maybe some uh, unlovely, unfriendly people, you can still maintain joy. And the reason is, is because that's what Jesus came to give. He came to give us that so that we could have it in this journey of life. And, and so what I want to do is I want to just break this down really quick. Number one, the first thing I want to give you today, joy for the journey, is that God gives joy in the middle of all problems. All problems. See, it's very easy to be joyful when everything is going well. It's very difficult to maintain that joy if you don't understand how to get that joy and keep that joy. And uh, man, I was t I'm telling you that problems come to us all. It's common. But you can see, and let me tell you, you can see that there's some people that have joy and there's some people that are up and down with it, yet both of them experience the same things. All of us experience problems. Every one of us experience problems on a regular basis. But I'm going to take you to uh, Romans chapter uh, 15, verse 13. It says, now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing. 
that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Now let's look at it again. It says, now may the God of hope fill you with all joy. God wants us to have all joy. I mean, I mean, it doesn't matter what's going on in life. I've got like several illustrations flying through my mind right now. And so I'm going to just pick one right now. I'm thinking about a neighbor that came knocking at our house yesterday. And, uh, of course, it got cold. When I went to the gym yesterday morning, it was 9 degrees. And so it was a little chilly outside. And, and so she was knocking at the door. And, and uh, one of her pipelines had busted. And there was water running down the driveway. And not a very joyful situation. Right? But can I tell you that I don't know what's busted in your life. But there's going to be all kinds of things busted in your life and you can still have joy in your life. And I remember, I remember many times over and I have story after story after story when situations happened in, our, in my life that problems took place and I still maintain joy. And let me tell you why. Let's go back to that scripture and I want you to see a couple of things here. It says, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. The joy that I'm talking about is not a physical joy, but a spiritual joy. Comes from the power of the Holy Spirit, comes from God. Physical joy is based on circumstances. Spiritual joy is based from something much deeper than circumstances. See, we all have problems. And if you're, if you're uh, like m many people, when your problems are, uh, when they've subsided, then you're joyful. When they've gone away, then you're joyful. But when you're in the middle of problems, then you're like a yo-yo. You're down. And then up when things are going well. And then you're down. And then you're up. And you're down. And then you're up. And that's how a lot of people live their lives, up and down, up and down. And let me tell you, that's why a lot of people are suffering and struggling with depression. Because it is depressing if you're always up and down. And let me say this, you will always be up and down if you're always looking to the physical to maintain your joy. But I'm talking about a joy that comes from God. I'm talking about a joy that's of, uh, from the Spirit of God. Matter of fact, the Bible says there's the fruits of the Spirit. And uh, if you've been around here, you've heard this before, but years and years ago, uh, I had probably one of the most tragic things happen in my life, and that was the news of my little brother, brother at the age of 18, 19 years old. Uh, we got a phone call, and he had taken his life. And a very tragic thing, and that's more common than I hate to hear about nowadays. And I believe it's because people are looking for joy and they're looking for it in all the wrong places. You're not going to find it physically, you're going to find it spiritually. And I remember going during that, through that time and I was going through a lot of other stuff. I was a young Christian and I was navigating, just learning these things. And, and I, remember, uh, I remember feeling guilty because I had a peace that passed understanding. I had a joy in me that was unspeakable. I, it was one that I, I, I couldn't really 
say why I had that joy. And I felt guilty. I felt guilty because I had peace and joy, even though I was in the middle of a tragic situation. And I, again, I was a young Christian and I was just learning, but God showed me right away that that's what he gives. One of the fruits of the Spirit is joy. One of the fruits of the Spirit is peace. And it is a spiritual impartation that is given to all men that will receive him. Like my daughter said, she said, if it's found in God. You need to go to the king. If you'll put the king first in your life, then everything else, he'll help you through it. Amen? Amen. And so God gives joy in the middle of all problems. Jesus knew this all too well. He was here on this earth to fulfill a mission, and he set his sights on what was his joy in his life. In Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2, it says it this way. Let's look at it together. Hebrews 12 says, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured. You know that we can endure some things when we have spiritual joy. He endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Isn't that good news? And so first of all, the first thing that you and I need to understand is don't let problems be uh, something that kills your joy. Go to God. God has joy for you in the middle of whatever problem you're going through. Don't be like that yo-yo that's up and down, up and down, because it will be depressing second thing i want to share with you in this moment that i have with you is this is that god gives joy in the middle of all pain Amen. and let me tell you every one of us suffer pain as i was reflecting back i was reflecting back in all the different painful situations that we've been in uh one of our overseers is in the house pastor sam fisher and and he and I were sitting down at a meal. And, sir, I love you. Love that. Love you, ma'am. But we were sitting down at a meal during lunch, and I got one of the most tragic, another one of the most tragic uh, uh, news that I could have gotten. And one of my spiritual daughters had passed. And it literally gripped my, my emotions so much that I just, I, I just got upset in my stomach and and started sweating and and I, I had to recover physically uh, very painful situation and I'm here to tell you that every one of us are going to be navigating through painful situations and you can just recompose when you get hit with some news you recompose and that spiritual daughter was married to my spiritual son here that led us in worship today and he has been a great example of somebody that recomposed and has maintained his joy in his life and that happened in 2020 and uh and i'm here to tell you that it doesn't matter what you're going through he has joy for you but it's not going to come through anything physical You've got to go deeper. You've got to go to God. 
It's by the power of the Holy Spirit that will empower you in the middle of whatever circumstance you're going through. Young people, let me say, you've not lived long enough to have a lot of tragedy, but you probably have already experienced some. So you better be listening up. And for you that have gone through it, because my mother, uh, she, when my dad passed, she was in a, a state of, of pain for 20 years before she came to know Christ. And she was on a path of self-destruction. And that's where a lot of people are. They're self-destructing because of the decisions that they're making in their life. And so what I want to do is I want to give you Psalm 16, verse 11, and help you through your pains, help you through your losses, help you through your problems, the things that are, that are causing you to hurt today. And I know, and I'm not making light of your pain. It hurts. But God's there, and he'll help you, and he'll empower you, and, and, and joy is meant to, to strengthen you. It's meant to do some healing in your life. Psalm 1611 says, you show me the path of life, and in your presence is the fullness of joy, and at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Now notice this, in your presence, Lord. In your presence is the fullness of joy. And once again, it's spiritual. So when we spend time with God, when we do like my daughter said, and Put the king first. Put him at the, put him, crown him in your life, in the heart, in your heart. When we do that and we're honoring God and loving God, then his presence, he inhabits the praises of his people and in his presence is the fullness of joy. Come on, I'm, I'm, I'm preaching better than you're saying amen. And I know all of us have broken hearts and have at some point, some time, but God's our healer. And in his presence is not only the fullness of joy, but it's the fullness of anything and everything that you have need of. Amen. Nehemiah says this, do not sorrow for the joy of the Lord is your strength. The joy of the Lord is your strength. How do you get that joy? Get in his presence. Spend time with him. Make sure that you're assembling like God says. But get this. Psalm, uh, Proverbs uh, 17.22 says, A merry heart, or a joyful heart, If in many translations it uses the word joyful, a joyful heart does good and is like medicine, but a broken spirit drives the bones. And so we, we, when we get in God's presence, it produces joy. Joy produces strength. Strength produces what? What did it say that it produced? It produced healing in our lives. It, bring, it, brings, it brings good in our life. It's like medicine. So it's a spiritual impartation from God himself that he brought to all men, all women, all, all ages, of all time. He's done that for us. Isn't that good news? The third thing I want to share before we get to where we're going here is that God gives joy in the middle of all people. I heard one minister say it this way. I think it was Pastor Sam. No, he didn't say it. <laughs> Ministry would be great if there was no people. <laughs> you may have thought it, right? 
You may have thought it. Uh, yeah, you, you be quiet. Nobody's talking to you, Heather. All right. <laughs> so, so here's the thing. People, anytime you are among them, there's going to be problems. There's going to be issues. Uh, you know, when you get married, for you that are not married yet, who am I talking to? I'm talking to a few people, Rosie, Blake, okay. And, and so when you, say, when you say, I do, you really don't know what you're saying, I do, to, until you live it out, walk it out, Amen. And I'm just here to tell you that anytime there's anytime there's people, you're going to have you're going to have the potential for that to steal your joy. But don't let it. Don't let it be something physical that determines your joy. Let it be spiritual. Go to God. Walk with God. Be in communion with God. Be in fellowship with God on a daily basis, and then allow Him. To maintain that joy that comes from him into your life that produces strength, healing, and produces everything that you need in your life. John 16.33 says this, I told you these things so that in me you may have perfect peace. In the world you will have tribulation. Thanks for that good news. You will have distress. Oh, thank you for that. You will have suffering, right? But be courageous, be confident, be undaunted, I like that. Be filled with joy. I have overcome the world. My conquest is accomplished, my victory abiding. What an awesome thing. What an awesome truth. What an awesome thing that God has told us. Amen? Now notice here, he says, I've told you these things. Remember what the angel says? He says, I bring you good news of great joy. The word of God, anytime you hear the word, you receive it and you act on it in faith, it produces joy. Look at this, John 15, 11, it says, these things I have spoken to you that my joy may remain in you and that your joy may be full. Joy comes also not only from the presence of God and the Spirit of God, but joy comes from the Word of God. Amen. When we hear God's Word, it's a container that contains the joy of God. I have a container here, little uh, jar, and it says Church on the Move in the front, and there's jelly beans uh, we're going to call them Jolly Beans since we're talking about joy. Amen? So these Jolly Beans are, that I'm, I'm holding here, this container holds the joy or the Jolly or the Jelly Beans, if you will. And let me tell you, the Word of God contains the joy of God that we need for any situation in life. Are you with me? And by the way... As a gift to each one of you, as you walk out on the left, there's one for each one of you, okay? You can grab one, all right? Merry Christmas to you. And so I end, I end today with saying this. What is the Holy Spirit saying to you? 
what is he saying to you? Because whatever it is he's saying to you, if you'll put it into action in your life, it will produce fruit for you in Jesus' name. Amen.